0: Holy crap, I was trying to keep these at 15 minutes, but I guess all this information, you know, was stored and um, I try to go back and do references and all that. But anyways, uh, so if I I happen to go to 20 minutes on this one, I'm sorry about that, but I just want to get all this information out. Uh, Number four for episode 21, this is um, uh, climate change and nature worshiping. And this is... Pretty much going to be about materialism and, uh, Bible references. And since this is going to be pretty much one of the last episodes of season two, the next one I want to do at that Halloween trunk or treat contest. I just want to get that atmosphere in the background and stuff like that. But, um, for now, I'm just trying to take advantage of this time. So, uh, climate change and nature worshiping. And, um, it, there's a lot of workers, uh, hospital staff um you know police and like firefighters and um and even military people they're refusing vaccines nowadays and all that is not being covered enough everybody keeps saying it's Donald Trump's fault it's like are you sure <laughs> is KTN sure that it's Donald Trump's fault that these guys are not getting the vaccines um, and you know Navajo nations real easy to control, man. Uh, you know, all they just say is "yeeah, man," and then everybody freaks out. You know. So, um, with that being said, you know, like the military, a lot of them, you know, they can't just quit. There's a whole process to just leaving. If you do leave, it's considered AWOL, absent without leave, and you know, it's just going to ruin your life after that. I, you know, I, that's where um, when I was getting out of the army. I was watching over, um, because by that time my my company got deployed again, I was already getting out, and um, so I got sent to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, where I had to watch over these um, other people that went AWOL, and they they got caught, came back, and they were getting through, they were getting out-processed the legal way, so, uh, you know, the Army knows that they're done with them instead of always trying to look for them and stuff like that, so... Anyways, yeah, I kind of have to watch over those guys. That's kind of like babysitting. But, um, um, you know, oh, yeah. So anyways, going back to these guys, as far as climate change and nature worshiping goes, I'm, um, this is where I'm starting off with uh, some quit while others are fired. And that's where this Greta Thunberg comes in because she had a bunch of scripted speeches. And, you know, that sounds it all sounds great on paper um but she hasn't done anything herself yeah she sailed around the world in like her little boat or whatever but still that doesn't help climate change you know what what she's talking about for me you know i'm pretty stupid but um i do my research but at this point i i still don't know what they mean by climate change because for us out here on the res Everything that is set up the way we live, our culture, is all based on our religion. Well, yeah, I guess not our religion, it's our our cultural teachings and our practices of to pray and use what's around us to, you know, keep the circle of life going, keep balance and harmony going. Uh, You know, when you get the rain, when you get the wind, when you get the snow, when you get the sunshine, when you get cloudy days, they're all gifts. They're all gifts from Mother Nature, and that's where you got to, you know, That's why we're supposed to be out before the crack of dawn giving our our corn pollen prayers out to the east. But I haven't done that in about, I don't know, four years, maybe five years, going on five years. And um, I know if I'm not doing it, I'm sure a lot of people aren't doing it. So that's where this whole climate change with this Greta Thunberg, or Thunberg, however you want to pronounce it. It's kind of like, you know, I'm I'm trying to wonder I'm trying to figure it out cuz climate change, you know, that's that's Yeah, we did have some hot weather in the past few years, but then this past summer, damn, it came with a vengeance with the uh, rain and, you know, that's also going to lead to um cultural teachings of if there's rain, there's going to be snow, so we're going to have a lot of snow and I hope so because the land itself really needs it. Cuz all these Navajos are, you know, drying up the land and all that stuff uh, with their trash dumping and all that anyways uh so Greta Thunberg, Thunberg has scripted speeches that she hasn't and, and then her, her herself she hasn't done anything to prove that this global climate change global warming is a catastrophe and um now there are some parts where I realize that um my sister was telling me years ago when Al Gore made that video about climate change, she was telling me about this um about these polar bears that had to swim so many miles to get to the next ice cap or the next iceberg or whatever and they end up drowning cuz they're, they're swimming too long and they can't take it and I was like damn that's that's too bad man wish there was more we could do but um you know that something like that it yeah it is well, for whatever reason, those things are melting, the uh, ice caps and all that. But in a way, that that just kind of makes room for like a maybe even bigger, badder, colder weather. And everything's going to come back even harder, you know. It's kind of like when someone dies, but they have a child. That child takes over their parents' traits. Or even if it's their grandparents that pass away. They'll have the traits of those who passed on, so it kind of, like I said in you know season one, um, children are like an extension of the current person, the parent, uh, and um, so on. That logic, I was thinking. Excuse me, I was thinking that um, natives and Navajos by now we should have been the recycling. We should have been recycling royalty. Because we're all about our nature, you know. We're all about keeping things clean and, um, you know, watching out for the animals and making sure, you know, wildfires don't start, you know, by all the trash we just let accumulate. But we're not recycling royalty. And that's kind of sad because we're just making it more trashy. And every trash that we get when I come back from Gallup, I try to make sure that um, I keep all the trash bags together because I wanted to use them as sandbags and since this pandemic, you know, quote unquote, has um, kept everybody distant, um, it's kind of hard for me to kind of come out and say, hey, everybody, get all your shopping bags together and let's go uh, make some sandbags and help fix roads and stuff like that. And once again, you need money for that. So that's where um, that's where I'm going with this. And then plastic recycling uh, was an idea that I don't remember what episode I talked about it, but plastic recycling with all the bottles and trash bags that we bring back from Gallup and town and wherever we shop, we could use, we could melt those downs and make them into walls for housing materials or or greenhouses, or even greenhouses. And um, that would be more beneficial to us because the sun out here is very brutal. And when we plant our crops, they're not going to last long because it gets too freaking... Um, it gets too freaking dry and hot and i remember seeing the corn plants the leaves were burning i was like oh damn so um that's where greenhouses would come in but then if we did everything for free like if we had a machine that would melt all this and make for the navajo nation if it would make all that um plastic melt and we'd make materials out of them um we can't do that for free because no money that would would come from that directly it would um uh let's see how how was I saying it, but no money would uh be made directly to do it uh for free because of uh you know basically poor navajos they they want everything for free and when he when you do something for free, you need to maintain that system, so it needs money in order like uh, in order to heat up the machine, it needs electricity, or in order to keep, um, things rolling, you need a big old giant steel pin, and, and in order to do that, you need to grease up the pin at the ends, and, you know, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff like that, it just, it's just a lot, a lot of maintenance, so it, it wouldn't be for free, you'd have to do it to a point where you'd have to make money, and looking at poor Navajos, you'd be like, oh, I'm getting tired of that excuse, man, come on, you guys can't be poor forever. You're just making yourself poor. Look, we're trying to help you, but you need to help yourself too. So, anyways, um, then there was something interesting about this uh, climate change and uh, nature worshiping. The nature worshiping is mostly, you know, I'm kind of trying to talk about those about, you know, like Native Americans and stuff like that. But the climate change, um, the other thing that I wanted to add was the U.S. government wants to have electric vehicles on the roads by 2030. Um, and if they do that and they're, and they manage to get everybody else that doesn't live on the Navajo nation to get, to invest in a lot of like electrical cars, uh, the Reyes will probably, will still be, probably have, um, old school gasoline drinking, you know, old school rides, you know, and then those, those will be outlawed. And if that's like all you have and you can't afford to buy a brand new vehicle cause you know, the, the, by 2030, let's say the, the American dollar lost its value and, you know, the $100 you got is like worth half a penny. But you need more than that to, in order to sustain a good living, to buy a decent electrical vehicle. You would have to use your electro, your, elect, nah, your your gasoline-driven combustion in, engine vehicle to get around, to haul water, and get firewoods and stuff like that. Then if the cop sees that and they pull you over and they say, "Oh, well, this vehicle's not registered with the, you know, with the um, MVD. It's it's not electrical. It doesn't meet the standards of, um, you know, Arizona Department of Transport or the United States Department of Transportation or all you know all the, all those rules and uh, departments they got. Take it away from you. Then there goes your way of living. You know, it's gone." So um, even then, if uh, Navajos weren't invested into electric vehicles, how long would they last with all these dirt roads we've been driving because our stupid tribal government keeps taking the money and doesn't even build the roads and doesn't even help out with the washboards and the chapter houses all stingy and stuff like that with their their graders and whatnot. Anyways, um, and um, those old school rides, they're more dependable on these washboard roads is my point. Also, uh, the lightning way would be a factor uh, for taboo since um, since a car would be full of electricity. We're sitting in there as Navajos and we are slowly cooking ourselves <laughs> with um, the lightning way. And what medicine man is going to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep helping my people with these lightning way because they don't, they don't learn their lesson. There's no medicine man that's going to say that, man. There's, there's no hatatli that's going to save you at that point. They're going to be like, "You got to get rid of your ride," and you're like, "And you're like, well, how do I get around?" Hey, man, that's your problem. I use my horse. Um, you know, th- there's a lot of ways that the reservation is set up for failure, and that's what that's where this podcast comes in. That's why I try to talk about it because, like I said before, I'm pretty much a Navajo Belagana. I'm using electronic equipment every day. I'm speaking mostly the white man's language, I'm writing in English, I'm, you know, trying to get things done with non-profits and other, uh, other ventures using English, so that's where that lightning way, you know, I, uh, hopefully there is a way to where the Navajo Nation gets a decent leader that will be able to, um, uh, make sure that we are fully stabilized To the point where we probably wouldn't even have to leave the res and um, maybe we could have some kind of like carport where we could park our old res rides right there at the borderline of the res then have our electric car uber come on over pick us up we jump in cruise to wherever get groceries or whatever come back um, or go to appointments off the reservation something that probably we, we wouldn't have. Then, um, come back and then pay the tip, pay the toll. And then the Uber takes off. We get back in our res ride and go back to our community. You know, that could be a possible way of the future. But, um, um, there was this guy, his name is, uh, Dr. David Starkey. I I don't know what he's a doctor of. I really didn't have time to research him too much, but he was saying, uh, that Greta Thunberg, um, see what she's objecting to when she's talking about um, climate change is she's objecting to the modern world, modernity, like I was talking about, you know, she's basically objecting to the modern world because the modern world does run on coal. It does on runs on that. Um, what was it? That, that industrial, oh that industrial age, you know, that was started all in England and, um, You know, and and like I said, you know, England invented um, basically modernity. Anyways, so she's basically saying, no, we don't want no more modern things. But yet, she's kind of a hypocrite because she's cruising around with a Tesla. And some guy from this thing called Rebel News, uh, um, he, I guess he went into her car. She was at some seminar or something. He pulled up his phone and he recorded inside her ride and she's got like all these um, canned foods, and bunch of junk, bottled water, and everything that she was objecting, she, it was in there. And not only that, but she was cruising around in her, her Tesla ride, her electric vehicle, while I don't even know if she, have a, she has a driver's license. I don't know what, what country that was, but uh, I think she might be a high school dropout. Nobody really knows the story about her. Anyways, so Dr. David Starkey was saying, um, there's a new religious revival and. It's wearing uh um yeah. Basically Greta Thunberg is part of a new religious revival and she's just wearing an environmentalist dress. So basically what he's saying is she's talking about, you know, yeah, let's let's stop climate change, let's stop stop all these bad industrial companies from burning coal and, and you know, using all that um just using all that type of um uh coal um Everything that she says is is related to climate change. Anyways, so he's just saying that she's wearing an environmentalist dress, but really she's just, um, she's just a worshiper of the nature goddess is what he was saying. So basically she's, she's kind of a little bit more Navajo than us Navajos, you know. Uh, Basically she's worshiping the earth, so she's not really a climate change activist. She's just a worshiper of the earth, which is good, you know, I don't don't mind, but um, it's just that you know, she's hypocritical. Like I said, she's driving that Tesla around and, um, you know, and sailing the world in her little uh, boat or her ship, it really wasn't, didn't do anything. Just gave her more, just gave her more exposure. And um, also there was, what he was saying was um, when people stop believing in, excuse me, uh, when people stop believing in God, they believe in anything. So basically, what he's what he's saying about that is, um, since people are not believing in their own religious, uh, cultural practices, like us Navajos, we're not really back into traditional anymore. Everybody's all about God, which I covered in last last episode. Um, but he's saying that uh, when people stop believing in God, they believe in anything. So that really correlates with me to Navajos, how they stopped believing in traditional ways. And when the CDC says, you guys got to mask up, cover up, get vaccinated, Navajo's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we better do that or else we're going to die. We, we need to get vaccinated or else you're going to, you know, that's where that, I, I kind of see that. That's where, that's how I took it. That's how I understood it. And that's where, what well, makes sense to me. And there was a, the guy was talking about another, uh, a Bible reference And, um, and what he was saying was, um, uh, we mustn't have too much pleasure or we have, we, we mustn't have too many possessions either. Uh, because too many possessions make you luxurious. Um, let me, let me say this thing about what I was saying about too much pleasure. You, you kind of overdo it. You know what I mean? Um, like I was saying, we're, uh, instant gratification culture nowadays. Not only Navajos, but just as humans. We want everything right away, right now. We're like the uh, Veruca salt in that uh, Willy Wonka. I want it now, Daddy! I want it all! You know, she was like, Well, you get everything you want. What is there, then what is there left for you to have? You know, but at the same time, when I think about that, um, there's too much pleasure. It's like, you get to have all the sex you want, especially for young Navajo chomp monies that are out there trying to put their wiener into everything. Well, you know, um the result of that is obviously STDs. And um then once your once your 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 Navajo chomp goes um limp, you can't get it back up. Then what are you gonna do now? All that sex was for nothing. Well, was it worth the memories? Probably, maybe. But, um, what good is it if you can't get to do it again? You know, it's, just, it, it, to me, that's where it kind of, it, it kind of goes into that type of, uh, mentality, that type of thinking. And then, uh, what I wanted to, the final thing I want to say about this, uh, climate change and na- nature worshiping is that, uh, when you have too many possessions, you, it, it makes you luxurious. And that's why Navajo cultural teachings, what my mom told me was, go out there and pick up all that trash, the wind blows. And I'm like, oh man, I don't want to do that. You know, it's a typical teenager type mentality. And then one day I asked somebody or somebody told me, the reason why you go out there and pick up all that trash is because in the morning, when you're trying to ask for a good blessing, you know, whether you have a a good ceremony or not, or you're just out there doing your... What we're supposed to be doing <laughs> uh giving our our citizen to the to the rising sun the uh the dn are looking down looking at your land they see all that trash and paper glass bottles cans uh, tarp newspapers whatever all around your territory or your property and the dn takes it as you being not really needing a prayer because you already have everything right there. You're luxurious. You're but to you it's trash. You're like, "Oh, that's trash. I don't want it." But from them because they live in a clean world, they're looking at you like, "Well, you got everything. Why you, why do you want a prayer for me?" you know. So that's why um this whole thing kind of goes hand in hand. Like I said this climate change um I like I said I, I I'm w- willing to go out on a limb and say, "Yeah, I'm pretty stupid that I don't know what it's about." But, um, as far as nature worshiping, that's where us Navajos should come right in and save the day, man. Uh, be recycling royalty, as, as I was saying. And I've went over my 20 minute mark, which I said I might've done, but, uh, that's okay. You know, um, this is, I may not get a chance to talk about this in episode 22. So episode 22 is the final episode. So let me, uh, go ahead and end it here and. I'll go ahead and jump on to the to subject number 5.